Real Presence Live. Religion has understood things about the way humans function long before science was able to prove anything. Local. It's always important for all of us to kind of look externally and say, what about these family? They are just like the Holy Family. They're experiencing the same persecution. Engaging. Jesus wants to be with us. I always think of that as at the heart of the Eucharist. Live. A mystery then of the rosary allows us to see a teaching of the church, but to be able to go deeper within that teaching. Good morning from St. Charles, Minnesota. St. Charles Parish. Yes, Boreal. How do you say it, Father? St. Charles Borromeo. Borromeo. Yeah, welcome. I'm Matt Wilkham along with Michael Goldsmith, and you are listening to Real Presence Live on the RPR Network on a Thursday morning. We're also joined this morning by Father Tim Buren, who is the pastor here at St. Charles in St. Charles, Minnesota. Beautiful day, Father, and thanks for having us here. It's a beautiful day, and we're so grateful that you have come. Uh, This morning, the Lord provided us a beautiful rain shower. I think it was a reminder that God is always in charge and that the farmers needed a break. Yes, for sure. (laughs) I was coming in from Winona on Highway 14, and all the bluffs there, uh, particularly around St. Mary's University, I just had this image of, uh, you know, cool whip clouds, uh, you know, topped on a a, uh, mint chocolate fudge uh, bluff. I just it was really yes, very yummy. Yeah, I would say <laughs> so to get out and take me. a bite, but beautiful, beautiful morning. Yes, absolutely. God has definitely blessed us. A beautiful morning and this is really a beautiful part of the state. A lot of people uh, are probably not aware of how beautiful it is, so I invite them to southeast Minnesota anytime. Yes. Absolutely. Well, as we begin the show, Father, uh would you uh, start with a, a prayer? Absolutely. As always, let us remember wherever we are at, we are always in the holy presence of God. And let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. God, our Heavenly Father, we ask you to send your Holy Spirit to inflame our hearts, not only those that will be speaking on air, but especially to the listeners, that their hearts are open, that the promptings of the Holy Spirit may enliven their hearts as they listen and as they grow in faith. We ask for your abundant blessings upon all of us, that everything we do is for your glory and honor. And we make this prayer through your Son, Jesus Christ, who is Lord forever and ever. Amen. 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 Excellent. Thank you so much, Father. And we have Aaron now who's going to give us a preview of today's show. Absolutely. Thank you very much. We look forward to the show today. We are blessed to have Dr. Franny Knowles to explore the beautiful gift of natural family planning. She will answer questions about NFP and the dangers of any alternatives. We'll also have Father Tim Bearing, who you just heard from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, to take your questions on the faith. He's ready and in the hot seat. Call in from 9.30 to 10 a.m. Central. Then in the second hour, we'll have Steve Tarnowski to talk about stewardship. What does it really mean to be a good steward? We'll hear more about that. We'll also be pleased to have Bishop John Quinn to talk about his mother and what an impact she had on his vocation. Finally, we will have Joe Marie Morris of the Jeremiah Project on to share how she helps single mothers in need. All this coming up on Real Presence Live. Back to you guys. Thank you so much, Aaron, for that update. We are so happy to be here. This is just a, a beautiful parish. Uh, I know you guys just last few years 
have built this place here. It's probably been more than that, hasn't it, Father? It's it was about a, 11 years ago. 11 Father, years Father ago. Father Jim so. Callahan and the parish um, realized the need to uh, expand. Uh, it's a growing area. Mm-hmm. St. Charles employs um, a lot of our parishioners, rather, uh, are employed in either Rochester or Winona, and so it provides for them a wonderful uh, area. So, And we're also yoked with the parish of Holy Redeemer in Iota yes. and have the um, oratory of St. Aloysius in Elba, which is in the beautiful Whitewater River Valley, right in Whitewater State Park. That is a little beautiful church, too. Absolutely. If you ever have some time to come down, like you said, Father, you invited people to come down to southern, uh, southeast Minnesota. I mean, the the river bluffs are beautiful. Then up in here in the, in the uh, plains above are just beautiful, too. And you have just a lot of farmland, rolling hills, a uh, lot of lot of hunting going on, and that kind of thing uh, is is especially popular down here. It truly but, is a beautiful yeah, area. It Absolutely. is. It really is. I mean, uh, it's got its unique little uh, niche for Minnesota. When we look throughout, Minnesota has the upper part with all the woods, and then in the lakes, and then we have you know the, the prairies to the west of us, and then we have this the bluff country. The so. drift, driftless reason, re- region, right? <laughs> yes. Well, this winter uh, has set a new precedence for everybody. So yes, yeah. yeah. I uh, I see these bumper stickers around Southeast Minnesota saying "driftless," and I finally realized what that means. It's because the glaciers didn't. It kind of went around this area apparently back in the day. And that's what's interesting. And also what's interesting about that is uh, when the Catholic uh, Church came in, they actually established parishes around those ridges. And in fact, if you look at the map of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, it is quite interesting that uh, we followed God's providence. So it's mm-hmm. really cool how it all works hand in hand. Yes, yeah, absolutely. It is very... So we are uh, getting ready here to talk for our first guest. Um, we have Dr. Francie Knowles available to us here. So uh, she's with Natural Family Planning. It's a beautiful way of working with God to achieve or avoid pregnancy. Um, so are there dangers in going against his plan for life? And Dr. Francie Knowles uh, will be with us to explore this gift of natural uh, family planning and how we can follow more closely the divine plan for life. So good morning, Dr. Franny, are you there? I'm here. Good morning. Yes, good morning to you, and thank you for being with us this morning. We we want to talk about the goodness and beauty of natural family planning. Before we do, can you uh, maybe just tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I'm actually getting a little homesick as I'm listening to all of you because I grew up in Winona. Um, So uh, I agree, it's a a very beautiful area. Um, I now live in New Ulm. Um, I'm a family physician. Uh, here in New Ulm, married to another family physician, um, and we have four children. Um, had a pretty large conversion in in um, both my personal and professional uh, life about 10 years ago um, and became an NFP-only uh, physician, and um, it has been the most rewarding and uh, wonderful change uh, both in the home and at work. Well, that's just fantastic. So natural family planning, it's it, its a way of planning one to achieve or to avoid pregnancy and in a natural way. So uh, can you speak to us about, I know there's there's science involved in it, but I think it's really going into the divine plan of God. So can you, you know, kind of talk to us about that science and the and the God's plan behind that? Oh, definitely. I, I, 
and that was one of the things that really spoke to me when um, our wonderful priest at the time gave a homily on uh, natural family planning and science, and that that it's not guesswork. It's um, based on uh, many, many years of research and, and many female cycles and pregnancies, um, so that a woman knows each and every day of her reproductive life if she's fertile or not, uh, and and so it empowers a woman to know how her body works, and at what point every month she's fertile and able to conceive so that in her marriage um, she can recognize that gift or her potential of motherhood um, and can share that special gift with her husband. Uh, it helps them to communicate and, and um, make decisions about their family and, and um, their relationship throughout their marriage. Mm. Dr. Franny, thank you so much for acknowledging the importance of empowering women, especially in their role as mother. Uh, it's uh, a much-needed voice that we have to have uh, today. Um, you know, when I work with couples and prepare them for the sacrament of marriage, one of the concerns they have is they sometimes misunderstand and think it's a guessing game. Can you speak a little bit about that? Sure. Um, the science behind natural family planning uh, works with all women, and, and it um, when a woman is trying to, whether they're trying to, in their marriage, to achieve or avoid a pregnancy, it's 98 to 99% effective at doing both. So depending on where they're at each and every day as far as wanting to conceive or wanting to avoid conception at that time, um, there's no guessing. It, you know each and every day if you're fertile or not. And so if you are fertile and choose to um, embrace and, and become, uh, come together, then um, you know if that could result in a child uh, from that active intercourse. Uh, there's no longer the calendar method um, or some of the older types of, of family planning that really weren't very scientific um, because each woman is so unique and, and different that these new methods, um, you can know each and every day if uh, intercourse could result in a conception. Mm. You're listening to the RPR Network. I'm Matt Wilkham along with Michael Goldsmith, Father Tim Buren along with us here at St. Charles Parish in St. Charles, Minnesota. Thanks for spending two hours with us here on Real Presence Live. We're talking with Dr. Franny Knowles about natural family planning and the beauty of it, uh, the beauty of God's plan for marriage and the family. And I can attest to the fact, Dr. Knowles, that uh, the uh, NFP is, is very effective not only for delaying pregnancy but also for achieving it. Uh, but uh, but there's more than one method. Uh, how many different methods are there in, in NFP? Wow. You know, I, I don't even know if I could put an actual number on that. There are the most researched methods, which are um, the Billings and Creighton method based on uh, cervical mucus observations, and then um, the symptothermal method, um, which is based on basal body temperatures, and other symptoms of a woman's body. And so those are the most commonly taught. And I do recommend to people that um, even though there are some wonderful phone apps are out there that can help track cycles, and there's actually even an FDA-approved app for um, family planning, that um, getting instruction from a certified teacher 
first is really the way to go so that um, you're not going to make any mistakes along the way um, or question what you're doing on a daily basis. Um, so I would say there's, there's two to three main methods, but many, many others that have branched off of those. Yes, that's, again, this is Michael Goldsmith and with Matt Wilcombe and Father Beeren here. And I, I, Dr. Franny, um, I can't tell you where we were as a couple when we first got married, me and my wife. And and then we were in our parish and our priest uh, told us about this. And he said, this is probably the best way to go about your family and really... Uh, Tying together the fact that you know through through this natural family planning and and learning about your bodies together, you you are really getting to know about how you are united as a couple and especially in in Christ and in God. And I thought one of the things for me was when we were having to abstain because we were we were. Uh, following the cycles and we and we didn't want to get pregnant at that time so actually abstaining was a very strengthening and prayerful way for us to become united uh, can you talk to a little bit about you know you know how effective is all of this and, and how that kind of plays into everything doctor exactly and and I I do a lot of talking to um, to marriage prep uh, couples and um, and some uh, who've who are going through RCIA, and um, as they're becoming familiar with natural family planning, it's it's interesting. A lot of women are fearful that um, their husbands are going to get frustrated or angry if they have to abstain um, when they're feeling passionate and, and wanting to uh, embrace an intercourse. Um, but that they're finding the exact opposite, that it's like having a monthly honeymoon um, when you come back together and and um, and really appreciate both of you um, the the embrace again um, after abstaining for a while, and when you're using contraceptive devices and and hormones, um, you lose that communication, you lose that um, appreciation for the fertility. And um, and there's not uh, as much of a, a significant coming together and bond. One of the things uh, that I want to thank you for is just being a light in the darkness, uh, you know, as we continue to promote a culture of life, uh, Doctor. So thank you for being that light uh, in the darkness because so many of our, especially young couples today, are caught up in the society of a fast food culture. So they want it really easy. They want it fast. And so therefore, they fall into the trap of, um, of contraception. And so can you speak a little bit more about that, about the dangers of contraception from your perspective? Yeah, um, and I mean, I could go on for hours about this, you know, and, and really it's very simple for people to to look up <clears throat> the medical dangers of contraception, especially artificial hormones, that you're putting 50 to 4,000 times the amount of hormone your body would make naturally into a woman's body every day. Um, and, and so just going to the American Cancer Society website and looking up um, carcinogens. So there's type 1 carcinogens, and we all are familiar with things like asbestos and uh, tobacco causing cancer. Um, actually, the hormones in birth control are uh, listed as type 1 carcinogens. 
So they're damaging to the body. They're damaging to the environment. The Environmental Protection Agency lists them as a compound that um, should not be disposed of in regular garbage um, because of what they can do to our environment. So they're hurting our bodies. They're causing cancer. They're causing blood clots and strokes. Um, but more importantly, they're hurting our souls. They're, they're hurting women who are being used for someone else's pleasure when they're taking these hormones. And so um, I think that the damage it's done both in how we think about uh, sex within a marriage um, and what it does to our body is, is, is hard on our society. Uh, Dr. Knowles, this is Father Beeren again, and I want to thank you for offering that. And one of the things that I think sometimes people misunderstand is that this is religion that is uh, portraying this, but you have so eloquently, again, reminded us that this is science and that even government agencies have told us of these dangers. So really to have people Google that and see for themselves that, you know, we are not uh, promoting something that is not scientific. So I think that's a, a wonderful gift. So thank you. Yes. Dr. Knowles, we're out of time, unfortunately. How can people get a hold of you, Dr. Franny Knowles, if they want to? You're in New Ulm, but how can folks uh, get a hold of you? They can contact our Family Life Office here at the diocese or at the New Ulm Medical Center, um, which is listed online and in the phone book. Um, And my practice is open, and I see plenty of people. Excellent. Thank you, Dr. Franny Knowles, for being on with us this morning. Coming up next, it's time for a straight talk with Father Tim Buren. Do you have a question for him you want answered related to the faith or things happening in the world around us? Father looks forward to talking with you. Plus, we look forward to hearing from Steve Tarnowski about the goodness of stewardship and how we can help our brothers and sisters in Christ. All this and more coming up on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hey everybody, Steve Splunskowski here with Real Presence Radio. I wanted to thank so many of you for calling in during our spring live drive. We had a great show of support for this work of evangelization. So thank you to so many of our brothers and sisters who called in and pledged. We had a goal of 550000 and we did raise 505000 so we're a little short. And we are going to need your help because of some equipment failures we've had in the past six months. So if you weren't around last week, please consider giving a gift now at 877-795-0122. And we thank you so much for your loving support. God bless you. It's fun to to think about when I listen to like Catholic Answers Live, for example. Always amazed whenever I hear callers call in and go, you know, I'm not Catholic, yeah. but yet I'm listening to Catholic radio. And I just think to myself, what is it, of all the choices that they could be listening to, uh-huh. what is it about that program that draws them in, even when their own beliefs are challenged by what they may be hearing on that program? You know, especially like when you talk about pro-life and, you know, that's like, Hey, we want people who are who are not pro-life call in. It's just like, really, you can make a program. Like, there's people out there listening to a program <laughs> about pro-life, and and they're going to call right. and say, "I'm not pro-life, and this is why." So I can't help but think, you know, how many people is it reaching that you never knew? You know, I don't know who directly who I'm helping, but I trust that God is going to turn it on, and at the right point, at the right time, on that radio, the right person's going to hear it, and in some way, shape, or form, I was part of that. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating mass together, and friendships. 
Here at Riverview, we have all those things and more. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. With Senior Independent Living Apartments and our Crosshaven neighborhood for those seniors who need a little more assistance, it is the sense of community here that makes Riverview home to all of us. Contact me, Carrie Dew, or Kelly Brecky for a tour at 701-237-4700 or online at homeishere.org. You're listening to the RPR Network. Now back to more Real Presence Live. Hello and welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is Michael Goldsmith. I am with Matt Welcome of the Winona Rochester Diocese. He's the Communications Director and we are here with Father Tim Buren and he is the pastor at St. Charles Borromeo. Borromeo. I always get that mixed up. There's a, uh, I want to say uh, a different pronunciation, but I got it now. So. Well, we have the Minnesota accent, which recently was uh, revealed that we are, you know, it's it's not a very pleasant accent. So I suppose if we're in southwest Minnesota, they might pronounce it differently, right. rather northern Minnesota. So <laughs> I may even be saying it wrong. So thanks okay. for bearing with me. No, thank you. It's, it's so great to be back uh, again here. We're at St. Charles. And we're doing it live from this beautiful church, and I tell you it is. And I know some of, some of the parishioners from here, and they are just a beautiful community out here. So uh, I know that you're just so happy to be here too, Father, the way we talked and, and what you got going on both here at St. Charles and in Yoda and with your oratory down in Elba. So uh, the oratories, those are basically for like funerals and, and uh, like and mar- marriages and that kind of thing? That's correct. So um, within the uh, communities, uh, for different reasons, there have been uh, reasons with uh, Vision 2016 within the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, uh, looking at demographics, changing demographics, also the um, amount of priests that we have uh, that are in active uh, full-time ministry. So we've had to make some painful decisions there. But nevertheless, um, it has actually enhanced um, worship and other opportunities in uh, other parishes. So we've been uh, doing our best to reach out to those that are especially uh, inactive or have felt uh, uh, a disconnect, sure. wanting them to be involved in either St. Charles Borromeo or at Holy Redeemer in Iota. And this is a great way to like keep up, you know, rather than closing a parish, which has, you know, each parish has a great history to it. So rather than closing it completely, this is just a great way that we're kind of, and hopefully we'll, we'll come back to having more people and, and, and you know, maybe the things will change in the future, but, you know, more priests and that kind of things. We're always praying for vocations and what have you. But this, I think, is a great way to, to keep those historical ties to those, to those parishes so we don't lose that, uh, you know, the buildings are part of our of our tradition so you know can you speak to that father well when it is possible yes um however uh, we also not to correct but we also have to be uh, mindful that our relationship is with the lord in the sacramental life of the church Mm -hmm. so yes a building is important but um even beyond a building our faith continues and i think an excellent example of that was when we watched in horror uh the fire of the cathedral in uh paris you know and uh the faith is still going to be present and probably even stronger because of the challenges that they faced Mm -hmm. there so that is actually something that we have noticed on a smaller scale here that uh, um, we recently went back to have a mass um, as kind of a reunion for people. 
Let me just put it this way. When we had our quote-unquote last regular Mass over a year and a half ago, we had less than 10 children there. Now we went back again to have a reunion Mass, and we had well over 40 children, 6th grade and under, meaning that they have now gotten involved in our parishes of St. Charles and Iota and have seen uh, uh, an importance in that realm um, and also uh, being able to reach out to those who may have been unchurched. So we're very pleased that the, the process at the beginning is always difficult, but if we are faithful to what God wants, we need to remember that God knows what He is doing, and we need to trust in that. Absolutely. Yes. You're I know. Oh, go oh, ahead. Sorry, just, I just want to let people know they're listening to Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. I'm Matt Wilkham, along with Michael Goldsmith and Father Tim Buren. We're here at St. Charles Borromeo Parish in St. Charles, Minnesota, appropriately. And uh, uh, Michael, you were going to say something. Yeah, I was just going to talk to, this is a farming community. And I know that you talked to me, Father, about St. Isidore, which was a, a patron feast yesterday. So do you want to say anything on, on St. Isidore? You... Absolutely. St. Isidore is so important. In fact, um, one of our Catholic United Financial Councils is named after St. Isidore, recognizing the importance that our farm economy has for our, our people. We have lots of dairy farmers within our parish communities. We have, of course, grain farmers. Uh, we have quite the variety of farmers that really interact with also the professionals in the area that uh, Mayo Clinic employs a significant amount of our parish members. So mm. uh, so there's just really this wonderful connection and uh, to have it here in rural America and then just literally a 30-minute drive down the road, you're in downtown Rochester. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so with St. Isidore uh, being a patron for our farmers, it's just a wonderful gift to see how, again, we entrust ourselves to the Lord completely with everything that we do. Yeah. You know, I don't know if every diocese, you know, in the connection back to the history of things, you know, especially in this, you know, in, in any state that has farming as, as one of its core uh, economic uh, motor, you know. Um, drivers. Drivers. Thank you. I could not think of a word there. Sorry about that. But that when the mass and stuff was always tied to creation. So, I mean, there are different things that this, this diocese will do different than like, like a, a, an inner city diocese, for, for example. You know, you guys have different masses. You have, I, I know the diocese here has a harvest mass. But, I mean, there's prayers and things that connect in our tradition around farming. Absolutely. Creation. And depending on communities, uh, what they decide to do in uh, different parts of our diocese, as well as the state, there are different uh, Eucharists that are celebrated. There are different prayers that are prayed. I mean, it's, um, you know, it, it makes the most sense that we would bless the seed prior to planting, that we continue throughout every weekend. We constantly pray for not only the farmers, but those that are working the land uh, for favorable weather, that we trust in God's providential care. Um, I have a friend, Father Greg Masty, who is in the Diocese of St. Cloud who really uh, speaks to the importance of rural uh, Minnesota and, and implementing uh, rural uh, theology into uh, everything they do up there. In fact, I think it was yesterday that I saw on social media that he ended up uh, blessing a statue of St. Isidore, the farmer that was placed at a public feed mill. So I think that's a wonderful way to witness yes. uh, within the greater community. I, uh, a while back, Father, I uh, was able to ha have the privilege to visit uh, St. Isidore the Farmer's Relics in Madrid, Spain. And uh, it's a, a wonderful way to connect something that is um, a part of our faith in the rural uh, sense with, in the middle of a huge city, uh, you know, to, to, to bridge that gap, if you will. Because so often you, we, we see this, 
this this uh, dichotomy, this this gap of between those who who live in the city and those who are in the rural, almost kind of an antagonistic type of thing sometimes it is so it is so necessary you know uh, especially those that might live in a bigger city may not even be aware i know this sounds ridiculous but where does that milk come from where does that meat product come from where do those vegetables come from you know uh, when i was growing up on the farm in southwest minnesota iona my home parish of saint columba in southwest minnesota Often my dad would actually host uh, classroom experiences to come from the school in Fulda, Slayton, and surrounding areas where they could come onto the farm and experience that rural life that may not have been a part of their makeup before. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. That is is, uh, my wife's. She's from just below Leroy and uh, on the Iowa side, and her mom used to do that every at least twice a year she'd have people out the kids from first grade and they would talk about the dairy farm and and show the kids and and what what a great connection to the next generation you know and maybe moving them into you know future farmers of america and, and and beyond that so what a great tie and growing up on the farm you know really seeing how god is connected to everything i would recall that our prayer would really be centered around our trusting in the lord for providing for what we needed and Mm -hmm. You know, when there was a storm coming, I can still remember when my parents would have us get on our our knees and really, you know, we'd face um, outside and we'd be praying for uh, safety and especially at that time for no hail on the crops. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that is so great. Uh, Thanks, Father uh, Biren, for kind of tying that together with St. Isidore. So we're getting ready for our next segment here. This is Michael Goldsmith, and I'm with... Matt Wilkham and Father Biren, and we are getting ready for Straight Talk with Father. And we are just so excited to be here at St. Charles and to uh, and just to be here, Father, and talking with you. You are you are just such an inspiration. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yes. So, uh, anything to add there, Matt? I just uh, wanted to point out that uh, this is the RPR Network, and uh, you're listening to Real Presence Live. And our next segment, that's the cue. We are excited to bring you this segment on Real Presence Live. It's called Straight Talk, and it's your opportunity to share your questions and comments on topics relating to the faith or on things happening in the world around us with our local hosts and priests. When you hear that sound effect, there you go. That's that's what it was. Call 877-795-0122. You can send your questions or comments to us on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, Definitely call in, and hopefully we get some callers from this area, Father. So uh, 877-795-0122, and Father is waiting here for us. Uh, when We're waiting for the first question to come in. Father, you wanted to talk a little bit about the, the season coming up, about uh, the marital sacrament. Sacrament of marriage, it's wonderful to work with all of the couples that are preparing for the sacrament. And I especially love getting that first phone call when they're all excited they just got engaged and want to go forward with the process. And we have a wonderful program here that we do in our parish in in regards to because of the involvement of married couples that are living the sacrament, um, as well as my role, of course, as their pastor. 
It is something that I really enjoy, however, because this is a way for us in many ways for these couples, they're considered the nuns. In other words, that they need to be brought back into full discipleship with the Lord. And uh, it is a great way to reach out to them and to invite them into the sacramental life of the church, that they're not just preparing for the sacrament of marriage on a day, but they're preparing for an entire lifetime and commitment to each other with the Lord. Uh, So it's just an exciting time for me to really work with these couples and to hopefully inspire them for that lifelong relationship with Jesus Christ in the sacramental life of the church. Do you kind of, Father, when you get into that that talk, that first part of it, you know, is there other programs and stuff that you that you like have your couples go through along in that? Because it's typically about a six month process, usually, right? It or... usually is a six month process, and so ideally, uh, when I meet with them to begin the process, I actually right away. Uh, tackle the um, the wonderful presentation that Dr. Knowles just did on on the air here with us. I use the example, I get the couple and I have uh, the bride-to-be on one side of the door and the groom-to-be on the other side of the door. And I explain to them that that door can symbolize the, sadly, the artifice, artificial contraception that can really get in between a future marriage. And so they can see each other through the window of the door, but yet there's not that contact. And and that door becomes the example that that's what they can do to their marriage. Do they want to put that block in their relationship? The answer immediately is no. And so this is where we move from that. Well, this is how you don't have to have that block. And this is how you can fulfill the the obligations in the sacramental life of marriage. Oh, what a beautiful image. And just start right away with that. Just hit it hard because, uh, and the other thing too, is I Um, always begin a session by asking the uh, couple to pray for each other. And so they help lead in that prayer, trying to teach them the importance of praying together as a couple, especially if they have not had that foundation. And how that ties and keeps Christ, you know, in the bound with them. Absolutely. You know, in that prayer and saying that God is is the absolute center of what we're doing here. Definitely Uh, true. Um, we're still waiting for a call to come in, so please call us at 877-795-0122, or you can go to Facebook and leave us a message on there, and we'll get your question on there. If you want to be on the phone and, and ask the question directly to Father, that's great. If you want to just have the question read, that would be another way to do it. So 877-795-0122. Father is a... a vast knowledge of the faith. I, I love talking with Father. Uh, I've had a couple t- chances to talk with him, and, and he has uh, just a great way of uh, unfolding certain questions. So I, I'm looking for some questions to come in, and and you can answer them, Father, because I really do enjoy. Uh, I know you you have a great presence on Facebook, too, where you, you talk about different things, and I think that's a great way to to tie in with the social aspect of what we're in right now, our social media with Facebook and Instagram and and the internet, you know, and how you how you are are, are putting that forward and. If you want to talk to that. Well, the promotion of the new evangelization is so important. And why not utilize the the media that we have out there to mm-hmm. reach out to the people? Obviously, one of the medias is where we are right now. We're on the air. We are reaching out to those uh, throughout the listening area. And for those of you that are listening, we are grateful because we want to be able to provide an opportunity to share the faith, to live the faith, and to pass on the faith so that we are all becoming a disciple of Jesus. You know, he originally had 12 disciples, but it is our role and responsibility to to take on that mission that Jesus gave us. And really, you know, 
we, we have a, a simple mission statement here at St. Charles in Iora, and our mission statement is that of the Lord. Go make disciples. Yes. And so that really encompasses a whole, a whole gamut of how we are called to do that. It's right on your sign right out here. It is, definitely. It's, uh, it's just a fantastic. Go ahead, man. Yeah, that's what each, uh, each and every parish should adopt, that sort of mission statement. Uh, again, we are waiting for your call at 877-795-0122. Again, 877 877- Seven nine five zero one two two. This is the Straight Talk segment here on Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. We're here with Father Tim Buren, who's waiting to talk with you about a matter of, of the faith or, or anything that happened beyond your mind that you'd like to speak with him about. He is uh, a, a veritable wealth of knowledge, and we are so happy to, to be here at St. Charles in St. Charles, Minnesota, at his parish in between Winona and Rochester. Uh, I really feel like uh, this is a parish that in in many ways connects the diocese in so many ways. And I, I believe we have a question from our Facebook page from someone seeking information for debate in which they are participating. Uh, a site or resource for information on using NFP is not just Catholic contraception, and that it is only for use after serious prayerful consideration, not just, quote, because we want to wait a few years. Thank you. One of the things that our local bishop, Bishop John Quinn, has reminded us time and time again is the importance of seeking out resources that can assist us as pastors and those that are in the greater community, in particular if we may not know all of the answers, and especially when you acknowledge that of a debate. One of the recommendations I would give, for instance, from my own experience, is to contact the local curia or the pastoral office of each of the dioceses. Locally, we have Peter Martin, who is a phenomenal expert in this area. And so he is available as a resource not only to us as pastors out in the parishes, but also to all of the faithful of the diocese of Winona, Rochester. But again, every diocese in the listening area has trained staff that can go right to the sources to be able to provide the information that you are looking for. Looking for, uh, and so that way you know that you are getting what the church asks of us, and also which is indeed truth. And that's important that we we follow up with that truth, and and to do so in a way that allows us to engage other people in a loving way, in a pastoral way, but also in a very truthful way. Uh, Father, when I when I hear this uh, about just being Catholic. <laughs> that's that's a strong one for people to you know because this the teaching the universal church I mean that's what Catholic talks about and you know just to say that oh this thing is Catholic or that you know it's really about encompassing the whole the whole divine will of God right when we go back to the very beginning this is our identity mm-hmm. unfortunately throughout history of the Catholic Church there have been the different um, factions and people have left the faith and of course um, you know when we live in an area in Minnesota where you definitely have a uh, the significant uh, Protestant um, involvement as well as Catholicism which is of course a strong component as well it is important for us to reach out to our brothers and sisters and to and to receive them with love but also to challenge them uh, to go back to the original sources and the understanding of where we are in our faith journey. So it's important for us to, to acknowledge the, uh, 
to not uh, to not apologize for our Catholic faith, but right. to live it out fully. Uh, so therefore, our CIA in our parishes have become a strong point where we, again, acknowledge to these Protestant brothers and sisters, they're not rejecting where they have come from, but right. they're being received into the fullness of yes. the faith. And that's really important to understand because it's not a rejection. We are bringing them out of somewhere that they have been part of this journey, and we are receiving them into the Holy Roman Catholic Church and helping them on their journey to go forward into that sacramental life of the church, which is so key for that truth. And and to the fullness like you talked about i mean not to say that there isn't good things happening outside and the church recognizes that through baptism and and that but then bringing them into that rci bringing them back to the fullness the, the fullness of truth the fullness of the you know what the church is teaching and, and has been from this very beginning and i think it's a good point going back to what you were saying earlier father about that the church has scientific people that are really looking at a lot of these newer things that are coming up and they're really you know Science is, is intrinsically connected to uh, God, and, and the church is really up on, on testing these things. You know, I think one of the recent uh, wonderful gifts that we have received in our local community here in Rochester, in Winona, and of course other areas of the listening area, is the unplanned movie. And the reason that has been so successful, I believe, is because it has allowed us to see within a media of the movie uh, to be able to see the importance of understanding uh, the need uh, for a culture of life and respecting life and many lies that we have been told. The frustrating part for me is for those that are on the uh, quote-unquote other side and and talk about uh, wanting um, women to be able to choose and whatnot, of course, and be being uh, involved in that type of discussion. I uh, kid you not, I get uh, several phone calls on a regular basis, not just from Catholics who have struggled with this, that have may have um, sadly uh, gone down the road of an abortion, but also Protestants. And I also get Protestants on a regular basis that actually call and want to make an appointment with me. So I think there's something there that people are searching for that truth and they're searching for that faith. And it's not to deny that in their own baptism within their own congregations, they can't find some of that. But again, that's why I like to invite people into that fullness of the faith yeah. of the Catholic Church. That You're is listening great. to a Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. I'm Matt Wilkham from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, along with Michael Goldsmith, Listener Relationships Coordinator for the RPR Network. And we are talking with Father Tim Buren. Uh, it's our Straight Talk segment. You can call and talk to Father Buren about whatever happens to be on your mind, whether it be regarding the faith or maybe something else that you think Father Tim might be able to help you with. Again, that number to call, 877-795-0122. Again, 877-795-0122. Thank you, Matt, for that. And I believe we do have a caller on the line. Lance, where are you calling from? Uh, Mandan. Mandan. Where's that at? North Dakota. North Dakota. I'm your well, neighbor. <laughs> yes, we are all neighbors in Christ. So that is great. Uh, great yep. to hear. Go ahead and ask your question for Father. I'm just at, wondering, Father, would you happen to have any tips on guiding my adult children to having a deeper knowledge and appreciation of? appreciation of their Catholic faith. Um, my oldest my oldest son, they're married. He's married Roxall, this younger boy. They're going to be married here this later this fall. And he just, it's not that, how do I say it? It's not that they're falling away or anything, but he just doesn't seem to get it all the time. Do you have any tips for that? 
There's a, uh, you know, absolutely understand this question because it is a common question throughout the listening area. Um, so thank you, first of all, for your phone call from Mandan, North Dakota. Wonderful to hear from you. One of the things is it's important that we love our children. Um, we love them, of course, where they're at, but we don't want to receive them and to bring them out of any way that they may have fallen away, for any way that they may have wandered from the faith. But also to remind you as a parent that this is not because of what you have done. This is not because of uh, some uh, misguidance that you may have given them because the culture is a lot stronger than sometimes what we can receive uh, in the parachurch, which is around the kitchen table, which is in the living room growing up. And so what you can do is you continue to love them where they are at. You continue to practice and live your faith and you invite them back into that opportunity. So you find ways that you can share uh, your faith, live that Catholic faith uh, by inviting them into opportunities throughout um, the year. You know, one of the things that you might want to encourage, uh, like for instance, um, local parishes to do is to try to offer something uh, throughout the uh, throughout the year rather that you can get inactive families and inactive couples back into uh, parishes to uh, to evangelize to them in such simple ways as getting their children involved in the mass or getting uh, different segments of faith formation programs or Catholic schools to participate even simply as a greeter at mass. By being a greeter at mass on this particular Sunday, you're going to get more people to come to mass. And even if they're only going that one extra time, that's one more time. So look for ways that you can reinvent an opportunity so you're not, again, watering down the faith, but you're inviting them to the faith. Does that sound good, Lance? Very good. And continue, obviously, it goes without saying, to pray for them every single day, which I know you do. Pray for them. Pray for their spouses. Pray for your grandchildren. And God knows what he's doing, so trust yourself with that. Yes. I just, yeah, that, that should work, I think. I, I, he's in right. They're regular mass attenders. They, they pretty much every week. You know, there's very, very seldom they miss any. Okay. Just, it just doesn't seem like he gets. There's just something missing, and I'm trying to figure out if there's something that way. Well, I and think it's half, you know, half the battle, Lance, is to, as keeping them coming to the faith, and I think the, the Lord will work in their heart. I mean, the Spirit is always working in all manners across uh, across things, but I think that's a, a, a big thing to have them going to Mass, so that's important. When I have seen young couples, as an example, get more involved in their faith, I remind them that you were confirmed, weren't you? You know, and 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 reminding them that this is the Holy Spirit taking off. So yes, there is not that instantaneous when they are confirmed that they're going to be completely understanding and comprehending everything about the faith. It may happen later on. There's that maturity that happens, mind, body, and spirit. So just really be patient with that. I'm really uh, pleased okay. to hear that they do um, have a regular involvement in the church, but sincerely, I have seen couples and young people, uh, 20s and in their 30s, that may have been uh, inactive. Yes, they've been participating, but not uh, understanding necessarily the faith. So just be patient with that and continuing to encourage that. Thanks so much for your question, Lance. Yep, have a great day. Thank you. Yep, we have a couple other questions. Matt, you want to take one on here? We have uh, Janelle who wrote into our RPR Facebook page saying, Hi, Father Father Tim Buren, do you have a glory story? Glory story! (laughs) Uh, To share about a couple who was closed off or unwilling to consider NFP, but had a change of heart through marriage preparation or after entering marriage. Again, NFP meaning natural family planning. 
I actually do. When I was in Mankato, I had a wonderful couple that I worked with, and it was determined that a lot of their misunderstanding and misguidance of of the the wonderful process of natural family planning was based on projected anger for something in one of their past. And so once we were able to work through some of those uh, issues that they had brought into the relationship and were able to heal some of those areas, and many of those areas were lies, of course, that were that were seen as a truth to this uh, one person. And so once we were able to heal that part of it, then they were able to see the fullness of why this is indeed a wonderful avenue to utilize in their marriage. And it's just wonderful to see today and i believe they are up to their sixth child oh, uh, awesome. and they're very 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 active in their parish so Praise very god. happy to see that Praise that's god uh talking I, I read something on your facebook page father this morning about how the satan i mean we have this spiritual battle going on all the time and of course the lies are out there and they're 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 evident through all of everything because we still have the battle going on uh, with with Satan, and he is bringing these half truths and lies, and he's bringing those into these very, uh, very things of marriage and and all of our different uh, relationships that we have. It's always evident there, so we have to be on top of that and. All of our listeners, in some regard, can certainly be wounded in some regard. And so I think it's important that we understand that that wound comes from the evil one where we were lied to sometime along the way. Mm -hmm. uh, significant healing can take place. Uh, some dioceses, for instance, are beginning or have been involved in unbound ministry, as an example, to pray uh, that that a lie is able to be uh, brought out, that mm -hmm. they are able to see the fullness of what God has intended for them from the very beginning of their conception, that God has has called them uh, for great things and to never uh, misunderstand that greatness that God is calling them to. Yet along the way, sometimes uh, a child is lied to, they're told they're fat, a child has said they're ugly, uh, they'll never amount to anything, and sometimes, sadly, it comes from parents, it comes from people in authority, so they have grasped that lie. They have seen that as a truth, and so they are in need of healing. So that's where we see a lot of that projected anger uh, in relationships, in, uh, in failed marriages. Um, uh, but again, even faith the size of a mustard seed, I can see uh, marriages that are having trouble. So if your marriage is having a trouble, listener, uh, know that even if you have that, that simple little bit of faith, it can be fixed and it can be worked on. So really trust in that and call your local pastor or call your local diocese to find uh, ways that you can allow yourself to be freed from these lies and to be able to move on in the strength of the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, uh, the sacraments, and, and so forth. Oh, that's that's Holy Spirit filled talk here. Yes, we it got, is. Uh, 877 is the number to call if you want to talk with Father Tim Buren on our Straight Talk segment here on Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. Thanks for spending two hours with us on a Thursday morning. I'm Matt Wilkham along with Michael Goldsmith. Michael, we have another we listener do. question. We do from, uh, they called in, Luann from Iota, uh, close to us here, wants to know how can you persuade a non-Catholic in the family of the value of becoming a Catholic? That's a very good question, um, and it's important to, again, invite them uh, to, to what is Catholic. So what is the most uh, significant part of our Catholic faith? And that would be the Eucharist. At the central part of who we are, it's the Eucharist. Invite them to the Eucharist. Have them experience uh, by attending Mass. Obviously, they cannot receive uh, the Eucharist, but uh, to invite them into that because there is such a beauty in the liturgy that really goes to the heart. And in the heart is where the Holy Spirit lies. And there's a, an ability to, uh, to invite them into the fullness of the faith. But here, Luann, I also want to 
say to you and any other listener, invite them. You know, it's not just up the, to the pastors and, and to those in church authority, but you really uh, uh, are, are such a, a great gift to us as pastors. So you as the other disciples within our communities that can reach out to these individuals and just to invite them into the faith, invite them into the fold. Um, one of the best things that we can do as Catholics is to reach out with the spirit of hospitality. You know, mm-hmm. if we go over to Rome and we look at the um, St. Peter's Basilica and, uh, you know, and we see the arms of our Heavenly Father reaching out in the colonnade, uh, gathering the people, mm-hmm. uh, that's what you can do, Luann. You can reach out to this person. You can love them into the church and also pray for them. God knows what he is doing, as I have said before, but when you pray for them, it's amazing to see how God can turn hearts. Oh, that's beautiful, Father. I think we're all called priest, bap, uh, priest, prophet, and king through our baptism. So we're always, uh, it shows through our action and how we are loving as a Catholic and how we are so uh, joyful and in jubilation over what we have in the Catholic, the fullness of, of salvation that you talked about earlier, Father, you know, that we're drawing them into that. I mean, it's it's important for us in evangelization individually, but as we're doing this in the new evangelization and, and bringing this all out, but individually we have a responsibility to, to talk and show our love of Jesus Christ to everybody that we come in contact with. Absolutely. Recently I had a pre-Jordan class with couples preparing for their first child to be baptized and within these couples, uh, most of them were both Catholic, but there was this one couple that was Catholic and Protestant. And what was a beautiful gift for them was to hear from these other young couples and again, anticipating the baptism of their first child. And again, how they witnessed the importance of their Catholic faith to this non-Catholic person. And by the end of our gathering, there was this great exchange that was taking place that I know in the in the depths of my own heart that we're going to see this person become involved uh, more in the church. And I, I truly believe desiring the fullness of the faith. So what's going to happen? I'm going to invite that person then to join our CIA. Mm. I'm going to pray for that person and invite them to, to join our our, our faith. Uh, I think there's a, a great way for us to, again, those, those avenues that we can find ourselves reaching out to people. But don't be, maybe not be dis, uh, discouraged when somebody says no, because no is not always just a definitive answer, right? Absolutely. You know, you, know, you can, you can, Continue to live your life, pray for them, like you said, Father, and then move forward. And maybe maybe it might take another six months or a year down the road uh, of inviting them and saying, you know, this is going on in the church and, you know, this kind of thing too. And then bring that question back up when you feel like it's an appropriate time. Everybody has a different story and everybody has a different way. Uh, for those that were brought in through RCIA, uh, I can think of about 10 years ago, there was a person that I was working with that was uh, a Protestant and desiring to come into the fullness of the faith, went through the entire RCA process. Uh, and then right before Easter vigil, discerned that she was not ready. Mm. And, you know, there was a little bit of a, a sadness in that. But again, an understanding that, you know what? That's okay. God knows what he's doing. And I believe it was a few years later that then she did feel ready. And there was a reason that she was not ready at that point, which was not identified at the moment. And I think there was a little bit of feeling of rejection from her parents for doing Mm. this. And so when she, again, 
was stronger in her faith, being able to make that decision, not based on what her parents wanted for her, but what she desired for her and her family. Right. So yes, be patient with that. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody has some, you know, and, and that healing that you talked about has to be flowing through that, you know, so definitely, you know, there's the, people have more things going on than we understand. So we have to be patient as a loving child of God ourselves and, and inviting them in to allow that. So Father, we're, we're talking with Father Tim Buren here, and we want you to call him. We have a few more minutes left in this straight talk segment, so please call in eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two, or you can go on Facebook, like we told you, and leave a message there. We have a couple more minutes. We'd love for another question to come in uh, for for Father. And uh, I am Michael Goldsmith, and I'm with Matt Welcome here and Father Tim Buren, waiting for your questions. And we are so happy to be coming from St. Charles. Uh, <laughs> I forgot it again. You could just Father. say St. Charles. You know, here's the funny part. Uh, <laughs> originally, when the Catholic Church was founded in our community, obviously the town is named uh, in, in correlation with our with, parish. It was a Catholic community. Yep. And so if you look at the original name on the books, it was just simply listed as St. Charles, Charles Catholic Church. But it is Borromeo. 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 So yeah. the town, it was named after the parish. Uh, in correlation, absolutely. Yes. Beautiful oh, history there. That is awesome. Wow. Yeah. And, and the public school mascot of I believe is the saints right the saints saint charles saints i yeah. absolutely love that yeah it yes. is great what a great my type. other school dover yoda uh wonderful school there as well and they are the eagles yep. which of course when they play uh lured which is our catholic school in rochester they're also the eagles so i can say easily that i'm cheering for the eagles and no one has to know who <laughs> exactly right, right, right. <laughs> You're listening to Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. We're in our straight talk segment. We've just got a couple minutes left here. Uh, you can still give us a call at 877-795-0122. If you have a question for Father Tim Buren, I'm Matt Wilkham along with Michael Goldsmith. And Father, I just wanted to take the opportunity to thank you uh, for not only inviting us here today, but for what you and your parish do for uh, the diocese regarding the televised mass that we have. Um, it's uh, a beautiful thing to see so many people involved on camera when we are here at at St. Charles and the way that people respond to that invitation to to make people feel more like they're connected to the Catholic community who might not be able to make it to Mass for whatever reason. Uh, or maybe who are a little afraid to maybe darken the doors of a Catholic church, and this is a great way to kind of eavesdrop on what are these Catholics doing on Sundays? What is this all about? So thank you for that. Absolutely. Thank you for that as well. There's wonderful teaching moments all around in that, and, and our parish members really do like to be a part of that ministry because they see the importance of, again, reaching out to those that may be homebound or, as you have also shared, those that maybe are just curious and, and from the safety of their own living room or if they watch online, they can, again, be present uh, without being physically present. And uh, I'm really excited, too, that uh, come July, we're going to be actually expanding our coverage of the televised mass into Sioux Falls also uh, into fully into the, the lacrosse market and the Eau Claire market, awesome. along with uh, maintaining our time slot in Rochester, different station, but same time slot, and also our affiliation with the station in Mankato. So Great. Uh, all while being the best steward of your donor dollars with the, the people who give money to the televised mass, uh, to the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, uh, we're striving to to do the, the best that we can in, in that. And that's why these changes are being made and just to try to serve our, our people of the diocese in the best way we can. And I I'm, I'm also wanted to highlight too uh, how Real Presence Radio is also a great steward of your donor dollars as yes, well. If you didn't get sure. a chance to give during the live drive, 
there's still an opportunity, yeah, isn't all the there, time, Michael? All the time, 877-795-0122, or you can go online to donate. Father, we just have a few more uh, seconds with you here in the Straight Talk segment. Do you want to, uh, I got, you got a event going on this weekend, right? We have Spring Fest. It's a two-day event, Saturday and Sunday at St. Charles here. It is an annual event, again, to celebrate our faith, to celebrate our community as we uh, not only celebrate us, but also reach out to those that uh, are being invited, of course, to participate. So a wonderful celebration plan. You can find that information on our website, borromeochurch.org. But I also just wanted to say, uh, Michael and Matt, thank you so much for being here on location. And I am a supporter of uh, Real Presence Radio myself. I contribute monthly. I see the importance of that. I want to also invite my parish members and those in the listening area to consider a gift as well. Oh, thank you so much, Father. It's just great to be here. I love your uh, your joy in this, your joy of the faith and, and how you promote it. So I thank you so much for being a priest and the sacrifice that you do in your ministry of of giving back to the community and, and building the the kingdom of God. It is so great. So you are in Real Presence Live, and we'll be, we'll be taking a break here. Thank you. God bless you all. 10-Minute Tour, up next, Real Presence Live. <laughs> 